everyone and welcome to this new episode of Ways to Grow, where every two weeks I will interview experts to help us understand and discern different disciplines that will help us grow, improve our well-being and be better leaders. With this aim, we will travel from east to west, from the pure psychological studies to the ancient shamans. We will look at every field and you will take what interests you. Join me on this journey of learning and discovery. My name is Mireya Mujica. I'm a personal and executive coach, and for this episode, I have invited Michelle Kempton to join us to talk about coactive coaching. Michelle is a professional coach certified by the Coaches Training Institute, Master Certified Coach by the International Coaching Federation, and founder of Kempton Coaching and Training. She does leadership development and organizational change. Michelle has more than 18 years of experience in coaching, leadership, and course design. She is a supervisor and examiner for the CTI or Coaching Training Institute certification program. She is also a trainer for the European Leadership Program and facilitator and mentor coach for advanced coaching courses. Michelle has facilitated courses in multiple industries, including medicine, law, sports, education, banking, and Fortune 500 companies in more than 30 countries and has worked with brands like Telefonica, Vodafone, Adeslas, Volvo, Renault, Nestlé, Bimbo, among others. Michelle is partner and trainer for the Institute for Sports Coaching in Spain, in Cuade. She has worked with the Spanish Football Federation, the Spanish Olympic Committee, and the Spanish Synchronized Swimming Olympic Team. Michelle is also a teacher and facilitator in more than five universities' master's programs in coaching, emotional intelligence, and leadership for doctors. Apart from all this, Michelle is mom to three children. She was born in the States, but she lives in Valencia, Spain, and therefore she speaks Spanish apart from her native English. Listener, if you want to know what coaching really is, how it works, and how it can help you or your co-workers both personally and professionally, this is your episode. We talk in depth about coactive coaching, which is the world's largest and most established in-person and online coach training and leadership development organization in the world, and the one that both Michelle and myself are certified in. Apart from this, if you're a coach yourself, Michelle shares some of her techniques that, by experience, I can talk immensely helpful. But before we start, let me remind you of our website, ways2growpodcast.com, where you will find the details of all our guests and also the books and resources they recommend. And if you like this podcast, please, please, please follow and rate us so that we can keep growing. Finally, welcome, Michelle, and thank you very much for accepting my invite to be my guest today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, that's great. I'm, I'm honored to have you here. It's really, really nice. But before we get, so we will be talking about coactive coaching today, but uh, I wanted to tell our listeners how actually I met you. So uh, it was in Madrid and uh, it was, this was my uh, synergy program, the fifth, uh, the fifth course that I did for coactive coaching. And then I had the pleasure to meet you <laughs> there as uh, you were, uh, how, how do you call it? In front of the room leader. In front of the room leader, exactly. So there, there was Michelle and I was, I, I fell in love with you, Michelle, I have to say. <laughs> Michelle is this person that is a super uh, warm. That's what it comes always to me when I thought of you, it's, it's warmth. It's something that is uh, it's like embracing you. 
So and I, I really like I enjoyed those uh, two days, two days and a half uh, with Michelle. And then I was fortunate enough that in my certification, Michelle was actually also my mentor. And she was telling me like, okay, you have to improve this and you have to improve that. <laughs> I was really, really nice. I really, I really enjoyed my time with you. I enjoyed my time with you. I remember you being the demo client with my co-leader Pilar. And I remember the aliveness and the courage you showed that day. Like you really stood out in that class. So I was actually really pleased to see that, that I got you as a supervisee, you know, that I was going to be able to mentor you. It yeah, was no, a it sweet was great. coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always remember actually, now that you mentioned that, um, yeah, that I had to, I had to get out all my courage and <laughs> the strength in that uh, in that class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember you really got stretched out of your comfort zone, but you yeah. went for it, and and it modeled something something for the the whole group you were in. Yeah, well, for the listeners, so um, Pilar, who was the co-leader at that time, uh, she actually asked me to be a. Uh, um, a trainer, which I was actually, well, I, I, yeah, until now I used to do some uh, physical training, uh, yeah, fitness training, uh, and, and she asked me to do that <laughs> for the class. So, uh, yeah, I had to ask someone is to do an imaginary someone to actually do pull-ups and, and <laughs> stretches there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I remember about it was how you stepped into kind of leadership and you were you were so bold and alive mm, that yeah. I think it was it was there was a contagion in the room after that I that really excitement. felt empowered I have to say I really felt yeah like, yeah and this I, is me I remember I go for it yeah. exactly that's great like there was a moment of like this is me yeah right like that is what coaching is all about is getting to the essence yeah and and really yeah flowing from there it was a moment mm -hmm. of authenticity for you yeah essence, authenticity, this is what I wanted to talk about. So what is exactly coactive coaching and where is it coming from? Okay, well, so first of all, coactive coaching, when, when, when it first started, it really was a program, it's a model, it's mm -hmm. a way of being in the world. It was originally a, a model to train professional coaches and then it evolved into a model really for leadership and for just interacting with, with people. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think the best way to explain it is that uh, co is kind of the being and active is the doing mm -hmm. and and the philosophy of coactive coaching is that I mean first of all it's for for really uh, tapping into human potential mm -hmm. and we believe that the doing should flow from the being so very often and especially now we get we get busy in life yeah and we just want to get the job done right yes. and we get to a point where it becomes very superficial and, and it just, it just becomes, it's almost like we become human doings instead of human beings uh -huh. and, and co-active puts, puts the, the being back in the, in the human being. So it's mm -hmm. like everything you do, um, ideally is infused with being, it comes from a place of honoring values or mm -hmm. being, you know, connected to a sense of purpose with mm -hmm. what you're doing. And, okay. it, and it's about consciously choosing what you do rather than being on autopilot in life which yes. is just what happens right or the hamster yeah. wheel you just exactly. go to a place where you're, you're ticking boxes and yeah. getting the job done but it's almost like you've lost your soul or, you, mm -hmm. or you've lost your heart in yeah. connection your authenticity your authenticity and fulfillment mm 
Because when you just become a human doing, you've also disconnected to feeling fulfilled in life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hacer por hacer, we say in Spanish. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it leaves you with a real empty, empty feeling at the end of Mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. Por hacer, right? Doing just to do, just to tick the boxes, get the job done. Yeah. And where is it coming from? You said. The collective model, collective coaching. the the school started it was really like a backyard business Mm -hmm. in in california (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean they never ever imagined it would grow and expand and have the impact in the world that it did and that it you were oh sorry sorry that i interrupt you but you were one of the early adopters right (laughs) i was i got to be a kind of pioneer for coactive coaching um in europe and in the middle east Uh so it started in 1992, and the three founders were Henry Kimsey House, his mm-hmm. wife Karen Kimsey House, and Laura Whitworth. And um, when they started it in 1992, coaching still wasn't known. Like if, if you talk to people about coaching, they didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, and again, they had no idea what their impact would be on the world. Since then, I think we've probably trained 65 to 70,000 people in the world. Right. We're probably in like 30 different countries, and. Um, and it's 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 probably the 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 one of the most highly respected coach training in person coach mm-hmm. trainings in the world because of the integrity and the quality around how we we train people. Mm-hmm. The, inter- the integrity and the quality is I I do agree with that. What is what fascinates you more about active coaching? Um, well, first of all, I, I want to say I'm, I'm very grateful to have been hired early on when I was hired and be a part of the wave of people bringing this into the world hmm. um, because it was so, it was so exciting. Yeah. It was so exciting. Mireya, I mean, I went to Dubai, you know, yeah. I don't know, 16, 15 years ago to do this work. And it was, um, there was a buzz in the yeah. room. There was a buzz around this. Like we were doing something um, that would impact. I mean, it, to me, it was like sp- spreading a, a beautiful wildfire of, mm. of, of sort of consciousness and awakening. And um, yeah, so so I just wanted to speak first to my my gratitude. Um, uh-huh. And even today, you know, as I sit in front of a Zoom room and, and do this training, because right now most of it is online. I. Um, I've never taken it for granted. I've never gotten yeah. tired of it. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that I'm, I'm continue, continuously fascinated just by human beings. Mm-hmm. And then as in terms of the model, I think of it like maybe what, what most fascinates me is that let's say you're my coachee, you know, yes. when you and I work together, it's, it's like we step into this bubble Yes. and yes. there's right. You're present. I'm present. And there's this, kind of third entity or, 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 or magic that enters into the space hmm. when there's, I think, intense focus and presence. Yes. Suddenly it's like where attention goes, energy flows and, hmm. and we magically uh, discover and find answers. And there's, in a, in a, in a, there's improv and, and creativity that brings kind of a, um, it's like an, an unexpected, uh, process of discovery in yes. service of, of your growth and your evolution mm-hmm. and it's hard to explain but it's like 
in this bubble, magic yeah. happens. And it has yeah. to do with, with you and me, our connection, yeah. presence, and the focus on doing whatever it takes for your growth, your learning, and your evolution. Hmm. So to me, I'm fascinated by this kind of third thing that happens between the two of us yes. that, feels, that feels like magic. Yeah, a magical bubble. It's a magical bubble. It is. A It's magical a magical bubble. bubble. It's like, I say it's like taking a time out from the, the storm from and the chaos of life, yeah. right? And yes. you step into this bubble yeah. and, and you have like the kind of the, the luxury of, of attention and focus on your life. Hmm. You know, who you are, who you want to be, yeah. what's working, what's not working. Um, and where everything yeah, is like, possible, if I can add. Do you have the feeling yeah, like that yeah. everything is possible in that bubble? Like It does feel like that. It's like... A, um, Yeah, a connecting to essence and the answers come. Hmm. And, you know, and I'm a strong believer in like in visualizing and, right. you know, there's lots of neuroscience behind hmm. visualizing what you, what your, your desired future, basically. Yes. In fact, I have my own model, coaching, mentoring model that I use. <laughs> and it is all about uh, visualizing with all of your senses where you want to be, yep. you know, what you want to achieve. <laughs> and then it gets stored in your brain and your brain then goes to work on finding the path to get there. Get there. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful input. Yes, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely agree with that. <laughs> It's awesome. So now you were saying that you have, uh, you have your own model also of, uh, of coaching. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So this model was developed from working a lot in organizations um, <laughs> because The companies very, you know, would often ask me, can we, can we have the, um, the coach also be a mentor? And I said, you know, if we're doing pure coaching, no, yeah. but let's create a model hmm. for coaching and mentoring. So it's, it's a, it's called the drive model. Uh -huh. And there's a part in the, in the steps you go through in the coaching conversation, there's a space for mentoring and it's within the context of a, of a brainstorm. So it's still very coactive. Yeah. Um, but it allows uh, a leader or a, a mentor coach mm -hmm. to bring in some of their own wisdom mm -hmm. in service of the learning and the growth of the, the coachee or the mentee. Okay. So I say that I, I say that it's it's really uh, coaching with a dash of, of mentoring. Of mentoring. It's probably 85, 90% coaching and 10% mentoring. Yes. But but it allows for a space of Um, guidance yeah. or sharing of wisdom and experience mm. that can mm. serve the other person. And that's what companies want. They want their senior leaders to be able to pass down yeah. some, some knowledge. And with coaching, pure coaching, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes uh, it's, it's I, I, I do have, or I have had at least the feeling that sometimes use poor coaching can be a little bit limiting. That's yeah. uh, the feeling yeah. that I had sometimes, yes. So um, now imagine that, as you said, uh, um, that you, you're working with companies. So imagine now that um, I come to use a company and uh, I would like to have a process for my managers, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, so how would, you, how would you approach that? What would be the, the process that you follow there? So you mean a coaching one-to-one -one or a training for the managers? Which... I, I, you can explain both of them. I was thinking of coaching, <laughs> but you can just. Yes. Right. So what I do an awful lot is the coach, I train managers and leaders in the coach approach to leadership. Uh -huh. So that's basically, how do you take, you know, this 
deep listening and, and empowering questions mm-hmm. and, you know, tapping into people's values in order to motivate them or, okay. you know, collaboration conversations, all of this, like, how do you use it in the day-to-day with teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm passionate about the coach approach to leadership and, and culture change. So that's one thing. Another thing is working one-on-one with a manager. Mm-hmm. And if I'm working one-on-one with a manager in a coaching process, then, you know, then of course we would be zeroing in on whatever it is that manager needs to yeah. improve. And sometimes they'll bring, I'll, I'll work with that manager, but also their manager will give some feedback about what this person needs to improve. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a 360. And usually we work with what I call a public agenda and a private agenda. So <laughs> we'll work with what the company and the manager sees that it is areas for, for improvement for this person. Yeah. And we yeah. will also work with whatever that person needs. Sometimes it's very much about what's happening in their personal life mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that can be impacting their professional life. Yeah. And those are the things that when, when the, the manager shares basically the, the progress of the mm-hmm. coaching, there's part of it that's private that doesn't get shared and there's part of it that's public, which is what the company is at because often it's the company paying for the coaching, right? So yes. they want to know. And that always goes through the, 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 the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it allows us to, um, to basically, you know, with, with the kind of coaching that I do very, very often, there's more um, impact on a manager by working with a lot of personal things um that that may be having this person out of balance right there's a lot of issues with work-life balance with creating boundaries with time management so um Mm. so yeah so that's that's often we go into you know all the the different areas of the manager's life okay and a question that i get uh quite a lot is like what happens in a in a in a session with a coach right Am I supposed to close my eyes? Am I supposed to jump out of uh, <laughs> the table? Uh, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just uh, sit down and talk or do I have to? So what yeah. Would, yeah, what would be the answer there? So, so one of the beauties of this, this kind of coaching is um, the improvising in the moment based on what's needed. Hmm. And the greater range a coach has and creativity, the more exciting and, 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 and different things can happen, right? Hmm. So you have your very basic conversation where you and I are sitting in a chair, and we're mm-hmm. talking, right? And, and then you have things like what you just mentioned, where you might close your eyes and visualize something. We might put music on in the background to impact your, mm-hmm. your emotional state. Uh, we might use props. You know, sometimes I use Playmobil figures and I might put a play mobile <laughs> figure right up to the camera on Zoom and say, Maria, this is you. What advice do you have, you know, for for this, right? Like a, kind of a third person, we might use storytelling where, you know, mm-hmm. we go into fantasy and I say, once upon a time, there was this, you know, beautiful, wonderful coach named Mireya who wanted mm-hmm. to uh, have a successful coaching business, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's all different creative tools and resources to um, bring aliveness into yes. the session yes. and, and also invite the, the coachee to dream. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not easy, but there's, there's ways to, or, you know, like, like the one where I said, you know, I put a little figure, or it might be a statue yeah. that I have on my desk. Uh-huh. And I say, you know, if, if you're telling me, um, Michelle, I just don't know the answer to this. And I say, well, so let's imagine, you know, this is your daughter and she's struggling with the same thing. Mm-hmm. What advice have for and suddenly 
you have the answer, yeah. right? So there's creative ways to tap into the inner wisdom and, and uh-huh. uh, resources of a client. So you could be doing all sorts of things, or you know, maybe you feel like you're trapped in your life. And I might say, well, let's create that. And you might get under your desk yeah. and be experiencing the trapped feeling so that we can actually take you there in your body. Mm-hmm. And then we see what happens. And it's a blow by blow rather than... Um, guiding you actually suddenly you close your eyes and you go okay what does it feel like inside to be trapped what's happening what is my experience and that's mm-hmm. that can be super transformative yes super powerful yeah yes yes i remember these are the things that actually uh, you you told me about when i was doing my certification i learned so much from you about those those things and about how how to fabricate those contexts so that some, yeah. someone really feels like being trapped or, or being free or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think powerful coaching is not talking about something, it's experiencing something. Exactly. So, and it's like, you know, the, the, the bigger or the greater range the coach has and the, the sort of um, bigger toolbox, the more you can come up with creative ways to take a person into an experience hmm. where they can, where transformation can happen, right? Yeah. It's not intellectual. Exactly. It's, it's experiential, and this is yeah. something that uh, well, I I always talk to uh, with my uh, with my guests. We always talk about the the wisdom of the body, and this is a question that I always ask my my guests. So so what is that? What is that? So you were saying it's not intellectual; it's actually experiential. Like meaning that it's yeah. not intellectual; it's not in the head. It's actually where is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so here's the. So it is. It is in the head. It's not about making the head wrong. It's just that we yeah. we are mostly in life focusing from, you know, a, a thinking place. Yes. Um, and the metaphor I like to use is it's like imagine that we have a, met, a, a an elevator, mm-hmm. an elevator that's very often stuck on the on the top floor. Yeah. Our job as coaches is to move to help move the elevator down here where the person can feel. An, an, this is another brain the heart brain like the intelligence of the heart and and that we do that by asking you know like so what are you feeling or what does your heart say you Mm -hmm. know or what are you sensing right so we we bring the elevator down here but we can also bring the elevator down even lower and ask about what's your impulse what's your instinct Mm -hmm. and we're tapping into different centers of intelligence Mm -hmm. in the gut feeling yeah 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 what's your gut feeling or the question of What's your intuition on this? Mm-hmm. What's your sense? What, what, what's your intuition telling you? And so suddenly now, instead of approaching an, an issue from just what do you think, yes. we've now got a much more holistic approach. Hmm. And when, when a client taps into these different intelligence centers, yes. they're, they're able to make a much better decision. Mm-hmm. It's like having a much more powerful compass to, to direct them mm-hmm. their lives. So, so it's not about making the mind or the, the, the heady place wrong. It's just about helping the client tap in from a more holistic. Yes. I remember, I think it was you that, uh, <laughs> now I'm doubting if it was you or not, but uh, someone said that uh, we know when we know how to play the piano first, we, we, we just play this first 16. Uh, yeah. Because that we have just in front of us, right? Whereas like, if we are an experienced coach, then we can we can actually play the whole range of the piano. Yeah, so that's... yeah. And, and and the way you get to that, right? Just like anybody learning to play the piano, hmm. is being willing to fail, being willing to experiment, and you can design with your client and say, look, 
I have an intuition to try something. Are you willing to play with me? And please let me know if it doesn't work so that you're designing, uh, co-creating with your, your client. And that way it's easier to take risks because you're mm-hmm. not sure that it's going to work. But if you don't try it, you yeah. won't know and you won't get to those, those outer keys. So <laughs> it is also about experimenting and being willing to fail sometimes in service of stretching yourself as a coach and also stretching your client. Yes, 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 yes. So apart from uh, coactive coaching, what other disciplines do you use together in your sessions? Well, so I mentioned the drive model, mm-hmm. right? So there's, there's that, and that's especially in uh, with the corporate clients. Um, I also use a method called the, the Merlin method. And if people look this up, they might have trouble Merlin. finding it. I would, the Merlin method. I was uh-huh. trained in that method many, many years ago with a, a leadership project with Endesa. Uh, by a, a leadership guru named Jim Selman, who, who came in from Canada. And I modified that tool uh, to, to make it work for me, but it's a very powerful tool. And basically it's about creating the present from the future. He believed uh-huh. that the, the, the present moment should be created from the future. Wow. So that's the name Merlin method. It, oh. Quite magical, people love it. And I've taken it into lots of organizations. And then um, I also do a lot of role play. So yeah. that's not something we've, we train in, in Coactive, but, we, um, but I use it all the time. So if you come to me, you say, I have a really important conversation coming up with my husband or my, um, you know, my boss, mm-hmm. I'm really nervous about it or whatever. Then we go into actually having that conversation where mm-hmm. I'm your boss and, you know, and sometimes I, I'm you and, and you're the boss and we kind of do whatever it takes to get you prepared. And again, it's like there's neuroscience behind that. If you practice it and you experience it in a way where you're honoring your values and you're visualizing how you want the conversation to go, hmm. it's much more likely to go that way. Yes. So, so yeah, so I do, I use a lot of role play um, and then creative uh, resources that maybe we don't go into so much in, in the, the trainings. We do some, mm-hmm. but, you know, drawing, um, dancing, music, you know, using um, different tools to create an experience for the clients. Yes, yes. As we were saying before, right? Creating that experience, not just talking about experiencing, experiencing the transformation. So I, um, there is, um, there is this friend that we have, (laughs) it's called Mike, he's called Mike, and he's uh, around 30 years old, who suffers from burnout at work. So what would be your approach him well so first of all this is really unfortunately very common at the yes um so the the first approach and i think i mentioned this earlier would be to look at um i mean first of all the 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 bubble for mike would be great like mike getting to just step into the bubble would already relax his nervous system because people go into burnout when they their their nervous system is is on overdrive it's like they've gone into survival mode the, yeah. mode their, their brain is trying to survive yeah the the the, the load that they've fight taken on, fight. on yeah it, exactly they're in fight or flight so so they become less resourceful and then it starts taking a toll in their personal lives and in on their health that's the the most worrisome thing you know i have clients who, you know, who come to me and say, I've had, you know, two or three panic attacks in the last wow. you know, month and a half, stuff like that, where they're, they're at their limit. Yeah. And 
So the first thing is just stepping into the bubble. Really good thing. It's like we slow <laughs> down. We slow down. They have somebody in front of them who really cares. I even use my voice, right? Creatively to like just slow down, almost like um, like a soothing, hmm. you know, nothing, nothing to do, nowhere to go. This is all about you. And I guess the first areas to zero in on are time management, boundaries. Very often people go into burnout because they, they're, they're often high performers yep. who don't know how to say no. And they're used to being able to manage all a lot. And so what happens is, oh, you know, if you're a high performer, Maria, they would say, well, Maria can handle it. Let's, you know, let me call her, let me call her at, you know, 12 o'clock at night and say, Maria, I need this thing tomorrow because we have to do a presentation and I know you can handle it. And you go, well, yeah, right. Okay. I'll take that. Right. And, and it's like, uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, so what happens is it's, it's, we focus on time management because we can't always blame it on the organization or on the boss. Yeah. Very often it's the client's uh, patterns, not being able to say no, taking on too much, hmm. not being able to close the computer when they get home. Hmm. You know, sometimes it's experimenting with at five o'clock or six o'clock every day, you close the computer and you don't open it up until the next day at eight. Yeah. Go put it in your car, give it to a family member that locks it, you know, locks <laughs> it in the closet. <laughs> right or, or your phone take the email function off your phone you know mm. a lot of times it is just getting their life back and and connecting them to you know uh who they were before burnout you know mm. or before they they went into overdrive getting them back to the being because mm. going back to where we started oh burnout yeah. comes from 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 doing 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 yes like oh, they've yeah. lost the connection with their soul, with, with purpose, with meaning. So, so the coaching would also, so not only would we look at the practical things of time management mm-hmm. and setting boundaries and what actually are you doing from when you wake up to when you go to bed, mm-hmm. um, but plugging, plugging them back into meaning, to values, to purpose. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's helping them, like with role play, design that conversation with their boss saying, um, I'm, you know, I'm working with a coach, I need to uh, in order to be, you know, at my best, mm-hmm. I need to cut back here. I need to, you know, maybe uh, delegate a project. You know, it's it's having those conversations yeah. where they take back control yeah. over their time and their and their lives. If not, it is very dangerous. It is very very dangerous. Burnout is a serious thing. I've had clients where burnout has taken them into. I mean, it's taken them out of the game for a long period of time. Yeah. And getting back and recovering hmm. is no easy thing. Yeah. So, so when you start seeing the signs, it's yeah. it's time to 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 get help. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's time to to call to to call a coach, Michelle. Yeah, so, to call a coach, yeah. or you know, or even just start researching. There's a lot out there now because this is such a common problem of just seeing even you know if you can't afford a coach or you don't have time or whatever mm-hmm. to just do a little of your a little of your own research and and start practicing little things because burnout happens. It's almost like paper cuts. It's like a million paper cuts. It's a slow process, right? Yeah. So the same way you get there slowly, you can yeah. also get out of it slowly. So it's looking at what do I, what do I need to do yeah. in my day to day to kind of come, come back to a being place, feed mm. my soul, 
honor my values. And sometimes it can be little things like, you know, that coffee in the morning, reading the paper or talking to my partner that I sacrificed, I'm going to bring that back. Right. So you you, you start bringing back the things that make you feel like a human being again. Yeah. We're saying human being. So I um what who is the client that would most benefit from from a session with you? Wow, that's an interesting question. Mm. I mean I can tell you that I very often get women leaders uh-huh. just because it seems to be that that's what I what you know those are the kinds of clients that are often um I draw. Mm-hmm. Um I think anyone for me it's not so much about what they do. It's about um, somebody who's ready to grab the bull by the horn, so to speak, mm-hmm. or, you know, or commit to what it takes to, to change. change. Um, okay. They want more. They, they want a, a more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's more like the kind of client that, that, that I like to work with is somebody who's ready to to commit to what it takes to um, step out of being maybe a victim of life and being a leader of their lives because in my definition everyone is a leader everyone is resourceful and 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 whole and able to be a leader of their own life yeah yeah perfect beautifully placed and and finally as last question actually what book or other resources would you recommend to a person interested in your discipline mm. a book oh, so, so a, a book about coaching a book about yeah a book mm. about coaching i am a lover of books so it's like depending on the area right <laughs> um so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about the coach approach to, to, to education and raising kids. There's a good book called Kid Quo Pro. Um, I also like, uh, you know, this, this book is quite good, The Coaching Habit. Say less, ask more, and change the way you lead forever. Okay. Of course, I would have to recommend the, uh, the co-active, you know, <laughs> the, the co-active coaching book and the, the leadership book, which is, Right, so you've got this one, but you've also got the coactive, uh, these two. So coactive coaching, and then you've got coactive leadership. leadership which is the yeah. mm-hmm. Because we moved over time with the coactive model into um, really this. This is a model for for leadership, kind of you know based on the defi- definition that I just shared that everyone is a leader. Uh-huh. Um, so those are. Let's see. I'm, let me think if there's another one that that I would recommend. Um, you know, I'm reading one right now that I really like, which is Rethink by Adam Grant. Rethink, yeah. Um, and I love this. This is a very good book for the times that we're living, uh, which is about unlearning and reimagining. You know, we used to think, you know, it, it's it's important to, to learn and... Um, His, his, his approach is like some of the things that have been working aren't working anymore. And so maybe it's not about learning, but unlearning mm-hmm. and innovating and being creative under pressure because things are changing. You know, everything is, um, the, the unexpected is happening every day, right? Like with, with, with everything that's happened in the last couple of years, 
And so it's uh, it's a book about rethinking, reimagining, and being innovative and creative, uh, trying things or coming up with things that maybe have never been done before, um, because we have to be more mentally agile with hmm. how disruptive everything is now. So that's a really cool book, Adam Grant. Okay, okay. What is the which is the last book that you read? I'm always reading several books at once okay. because I listen to them on Audible. So okay. I like the Kevalian. The Kevalian is actually the Seven Principles. Um, that's that's quite a that's a spiritual book. Um, Untamed, Untamed is, yeah. is a great book. Um, highly recommend that one. I'm also reading The Wild Woman by um, Michaela Bohem. Um, excellent book. Uh, she talks a lot about um, the body. Uh -huh. And um, and that's a really good book for women who are finding themselves stressed and and wanting to have a better relationship with their partner and, mm -hmm. and be sort of um, flowing more in their life and in, in the world. And they they found themselves sort of um, in the, the, the opposite of that, maybe in the, yeah. be, in the doing and the go, go, go. So yeah. so that book is about how do you get back into balance with flow and go. She talks about flow, flow and go. And go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, and I, there is a question that I always, always uh, <laughs> there is a question I always ask uh, to my guests, and is is there anything that I haven't asked that you would like me to to ask, or is there anything that you would like to add to this session here? Um. Well, you know what comes to mind just because I was inspired by this yesterday, and I put it in my post on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm is that when, since we've talked a lot about, um, you know, the, the, the doing and the being and how hmm. right now, I think there's quite a lot of danger. And I think mental health and well-being is a priority right now for organizations yeah. and for, for people. It's been tough, right? Yeah. Um, and in my moments of stress, I do something that may sound a bit strange, but I go walking in the park and I observe dogs and children uh -huh. because they're full of aliveness they're present in fact i created a list on linkedin i read your post it was beautiful yeah, yeah i like it yes so it's it's like um finding inspiration in um in innocence and in essence i think dogs and and, and kids are so, sort of like they're un um it's unfettered essence it's it's to me there's a there's a purity about yes about both of them yes. and um, and by observing them, it helps me plug back in to that, that beautiful kind of um, pure spirit that, mm. that they have. So I, I think of it like dog and, and baby therapy, right? Just, so I highly <laughs> recommend that if people feel stressed, it may sound like a, a funny thing, but try it. Just yeah. sit in a park or walk somewhere where there's going to be a lot of kids playing yeah. and dogs running around and let their joy be contagious. Yes. Let it, let it be, um, yeah, let it be something that helps you remember who you were and how yeah. you were when you were a child. Yeah. And I think it plugs you back into something that is our birthright, which is joy. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Our birthright, joy. 
Yeah. Amazing, Michelle. That's beautiful. <laughs> Sometimes hard to find that this way. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Find creative ways to play. But back I'm gonna, into that. I'm gonna take this challenge onto me. And whenever I go to the park with my kids and, and I see dogs and, and, and I see them interacting with each other, then yeah, I will let it just come to me and flow into me. Yeah, yeah. And your own kids, you've got two, yes. two little inspirations at home. Yes. One of the things that I miss now that my kids are older, Mireya, yes, is playing with them. I loved to like get on the floor and draw with them, <laughs> you know, Legos. It was like a meditation mm. for me. It was yeah. an escape into yeah. pure presence because yes. they they're timeless right they're not worried about time <laughs> no and, and it was it was therapeutic for me and i really miss that i see mothers walking their kids and i said hi i know that a lot of those mothers are stressed but i look up <laughs> and i think i i'm envious of you i'm envious of you because kids pull you into the here and now like nothing else yeah. right and it's true it's therapeutic yes 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 yes, yes. amazing michelle um that's uh, all for today. Thank you, thank you so much for taking your time out to be with us here, and for all this uh, wisdom that you pass that, that you pass on us. So thank you very much for that. Uh, I hope you can uh, join us uh, for another time uh, talking about something else, something different, maybe. Yeah. But it will my be my pleasure. I'll, I'll invite you to my podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, so yeah. Michelle, tell our listeners what is uh so your uh, podcast is leadership game changers is that right yeah leadership yeah. game changers conversations yeah. with heart and humor right mm -hmm. and i just interview people who inspire me and who are changing the game out there in their corner of the world um and i and i try to make it uh really useful for listeners you know asking those leaders um about tips you know what what do they do to to keep balance in their lives, you know, mm -hmm. what are their um, practices and routines and, and then also, you know, who they are and how they got to where they, they got to. So, so yeah, it's just really, it's a podcast to inspire people. Yeah. Great. So uh, to our listeners, just follow, follow uh, Michelle Kempton and her podcast, Leadership Game Changers. And also you can go to waystogrow.com where you will find all the information about Michelle and the books and resources that she shared with us. So uh, that's uh, all for today. Uh, thank you very much for being with us and see you thank next you. time. Thank you so <laughs> thank much you. for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Hi there, it's me again. If you think that there is any discipline that you would like to listen to in this podcast, or if there is any feedback that you'd like to give us, please go to ways2growpodcast.com and leave us a note there. I hope you enjoyed this episode and see you soon. Bye.